and welcome to another roguish episode of Cineblokes. I am your host, Benjamin Baker. And I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have just come from Rogue One, a Star Wars story. A wonderful, Lucas-free Star Wars film. Yeah, it was, really. Yeah, no, it, all you see is his, you know, Lucas films, but... That's just another name for Disney. Well, yeah, no, he still gets to cash the check at the end of the day. Does he, so, though? Didn't he give it all away? I don't think so. He probably There's probably something in his contract where he still gets to make money off it. You think? It wasn't just like a lump sum. But no, they paid him a lot They paid him a lot of money. No. And then everyone was like, oh, he donated it. I was like, no, bullshit. No, he's still making his, yeah, his cut. Right. You know he, he owns Android. Like, he owns that. that word. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like the phone. No, no. Well, yeah, but every time one of those gets sold, he gets money. All right. Well, uh, he literally owns the word droid. Well, good for him, I suppose. I mean, yeah, you own a word. That's how rich he is. So what you're telling me, I mean, I'm hearing what you're saying. Right. But all I'm hearing is that I need to prove that I'm related in some way. Uh, yeah. you got to dig deep yeah. and figure out Ancestry.com. I'll just report that I'm 116 Cherokee Indian. Yeah, right, and that entitles you to one sixteenth of George Lucas's fortune. Yeah, I don't know how the math works, but sure. Uh, yeah, I, I think right. I don't know. I'm anyway, not I'm not Cherokee. I don't know what it has to do with Rogue One, but yeah, uh, nothing, and that's oh, the point. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do yeah. you how do you do a review without talking about it? I mean, we do sometimes. Yeah. This one I feel is actually rather easy because, you know, we, we're going to try to do it without spoilers. But look, it happens in between. You know, episodes, what, three and uh, episode four. Right. So... Well, for those playing the home game, episode one and episode three is it happens. You know what? It well, doesn't matter. It happens between Revenge of the Sith right. and A New Hope. That's much if better. If that's what you were going with. There's know? a great meme online where somebody tries to explain that where Rogue One fits. And it's like, oh, it's the prequel to... The originals, but not one through three, but it's not a sequel, but it's also a sequel to, and it's like this weird, anyways, it doesn't yeah. matter. But that's what, you know, so look, if you know the story of Star Wars, you fucking know how it ends. Yeah, right, it's very much like the Titanic, where it's like, yeah, that's great, it's a three hour film, but in the end, we all know the boat sinks, there's yeah. no shocker. yeah. There's well, no spoiler alert and I think there. You know from the trailer that they're, they're looking for the Death Star plans. Right. Well, that's... fucking spoiler alert. They find them. <laughs> and you don't need to see Rogue One to know if they do or not. No. Um, Although, if you've never seen Star Wars, I apologise. Oh, yeah. We're really ruining it up. But then, I don't think... mucking it up, aren't you're, we? You're probably not rushing out to see Rogue That's, One then, that either. That is true. You probably slept through it, unlike you know. us. Um, no, I thought interesting about this one, and I will, I will spoil this. Uh, it's not like a detail, but, you know, every Star Wars story starts with the scroll. This one does not. This one does not have the scroll. Also, this is the first, this is their first attempt at a standalone film. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's called Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. It's not a part of the Star Wars. But here's the thing for me, is it's not really standalone. I mean, yeah, it is, but it ties so much into A New Hope that I don't know why they didn't include the scroll. Like, I know you can't, obviously you can't slap episode 3.5 on there. Right. But maybe that's what it is, is that it's not. It's not an episode, you know, it's because it's an anthology, so they're never coming back to the story. Yeah, but I've seen other things that aren't movies, and they always include the scroll. It's like, I guess it's, it's, true. it's Star Wars in nature, so I was a bit disappointed to not have that 
But they're just trying something different, mate. Overall, no, you can't do that. What? They you already can. they already did that. When by not having a fucking Jedi in the film. <laughs> right, if you think people just whip around their lightsabers, um, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, and I think we all saw from the trailer that Darth Vader does make an appearance. Right. You know, but he's not like a you know, it's not centered on him. You know, right. which I actually rather enjoyed. Um, yeah. One of the things I think this film does very well is uh, it expands the universe beyond the Skywalkers. And that is something that I think a lot of people who have been big fans of Star Wars have been wanting in feature films because you do get that, you know, you get it in The Clone Wars, you get it in Rebels, you get it in a lot of the stuff that's, you know, your fan-made films and your book series and things that are all kind of, this is a world, this is a galaxy, there's there's thousands of characters and people that we want to see and stories we want to tell so you know being able to see a story that's not centered around these people even though it's got ties to it yeah of course but it's not a skywalker central film and i really enjoyed that we got to learn about new people and see kind of um you know uh it's a war zone i felt this was the first film where i felt like oh yeah there is a rebellion against an empire like it's a that's a real thing that's happening, and people yeah. are, people die. You know, it, it's a war. It's it's you know, yeah, you don't was, feel that as much in the other films. There was more a sense of violence, and I don't mean violence in action. I mean like violence, like war, like violence. Right. You know, yeah. And to give it more of a, I guess, a sense of realism. Yeah, but you also see, you know, there's there's things that rebels do, and the rebellion does, and decisions that they make. Where you're like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. And it's it's really just to kind of show you, yeah, but this is time of war. You don't always make the best decisions, you know? Yeah. Um, you don't always do the right thing on both sides. And I, I thought that was a very, yeah. very interesting way to, to kind of go about it. Yeah, and just because you're, uh, you know, in charge of uh, Imperial stuff doesn't mean you're going to iron your uniform every day. Uh, that's true. You've got. He's said before, to Vader's face, by the way, he's got a lot of things on his plate. He did. What was his name, anyway? He was... Skerrick? Sure. Skerrick? I don't know. We usually have this information. Yeah, we don't, do they? Um, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be this long. I no. I feel like we both enjoyed the film. No, we were just so. going to be like, it was good. It was good. And done. And you're welcome. Yeah. May no. the force be with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, he this this bloke, you recognize him as soon as you see him, because he's, he's the only, like, Imperial officer clad in white. Right. And... It's not it's not his actual overall uniform, but he's got this unruly cape that looks like he just bundled it up, threw it on the floor and then put it on. <laughs> Every time he wears it. And I'm like, have you not paid it that go see Vader's tailor? <laughs> that is a cape. All the other Imperial officers. Yeah. They're all primped and pressed and clean. Yeah, but no one's wearing a cape. That's true. It's, you know... It's very cape You yeah, know what, though? He was like, you know, it was like he was like, you know, Vader does a cape. I should do a cape. Only I don't know any, anyone that makes capes, so I'm going to make this one out of bed sheets. <laughs> it maybe he just woke up and the bed sheet stuck and he just looked just in the mirror bother. and thought, you know what, I like this. Yeah. And then just left. Just, and then, yeah, just did that. <laughs> some forward bit. What's with the cape? <laughs> Kill him! No, there's a couple of scenes where he's walking and it's like overhead shot and it was like billowing the cape. But it was so wrinkled. I was I could not take my mind off it. Every time he was on screen, I was just like, someone get this man a steamer or something. See, this is how you know that we enjoyed the film a lot. Is that 
our issues with the film is whether or not the man ironed his cape. That's our that's our beef with this movie. But it's a big one, I'm about to say. <laughs> I mean, we just saw it twice, and I could not take my mind off it. I didn't time. even notice it until you mentioned it the second time. And then um, you couldn't not see it. Am I right? Yeah, no, it's true. Every time I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's really bad, mate. You woke up late for work this morning, didn't you? Actually, though, every time that guy walked in, it felt like, yeah, he woke up late for work. <laughs> he's, like, supposed to be in charge, but he's not really in charge. Like, there's always right. Grand Moff Tarkin or Vader over him. Yeah. And so every time he shows up, you're like, yeah, no, this... He, he looks like he's late to the office and he's got a big presentation. <laughs> every time, that's how it felt. <laughs> he's a very ambitious fellow, though. Yeah. He's very much, um, you know, wants to be... Wants to be the man in charge and will do anything well, to. In fact, what's really interesting about the whole thing, if you think back to, uh, I want to say it was Clone Wars, right. where they got the plans for the Death Star. Remember, they showed it. This was on Genosis. The uh, I think it was Darth Tyrannus. Oh, is that yeah? Is that Christopher Lee? Is that who he was? Right. Darth, yeah. Darth Fancy Fellow. Yeah, right. so he takes the plans, and they showed it. They actually show the Death Star, the shape of it and everything, in, like, holographic image. Right. And now, I don't know how it was... Honestly, I've tried to block out Revenge of the Sith, but I know right. part as, of that was based on the Emperor was like, yeah, now I'm going to go build this Doomsday weapon. Like, that was his whole ambition. Yeah, right. He's like, I don't need the clones no more, because I've got this. So, my only question is, where do these tots come off? Like, oh, yeah, I've built it. Now I designed it, yeah, and I put a flaw in it, no, you know? it's all me. Yeah. Look, that it's was... all me. No, you've got the plans. You just get an Look. engineer. Just You just hire some blokes to build it. That's all. Look, I I think most of this... Am I thinking too much into you're, it? You are a bit, because, look, most of, most of what's going on now is trying to make up for the mistakes made in the films that you just mentioned. Literally everything hey, look, that's happened no, after... but they're still canon. Jimmy Smits makes it so. <laughs> that's no, right. no 2016 yeah, didn't get I, here, mate. He was, you know, he was Bail Organa in the in originals, and he was Bail Organa in this. So it means that those films happened. Yeah. No! They Kaylin, did. No, they that's did right. Not. There's a Jar Jar Binks running around that fucking galaxy I hate somewhere. You so much. How dare you? Yeah. How dare he died. I don't know how, but he did. Look, in those types of things, I feel like that's what they've been trying to do from day one. It's just trying to correct it. I mean, you know, like, um, yeah, like you said, with the plans, it's their help. The biggest thing was just to justify how they blew up the Death Star in the first place. Yeah. Uh, that was the whole point of the, you know. The no, and look, and we don't, again, we don't want to give too much away, yeah. but it is, it's one of those funny things where everyone always jokes about, the exhaust port, you know, family yeah, guy right. did the whole thing. We'll kind of cover it up with some boards or something. <laughs> and it does seem like such a, yeah, a ridic- yeah, seems like such a ridiculous thing. But this this movie tries to make sense of that, right? And honestly, it does a good job. No, I bought it. Yeah, I bought it. Um, but yeah, that being said, like if you try to tie it back to the other films, it does. It's just like, wait, so I, like I picture it like the emperor gets the plans and he goes to build it, and he's like. Wait, no, this it. You can't build this. What is it? Is this made in Sweden? What's like? I don't. We need a universal adapter. I can't do this. 
damn it, now I've got to get some people in here to make sense of these and redesign it. You know, like he got shafted by the Genosians. He, he probably did. That's, that's probably true. So I don't read Genosian. Yeah. I just shoot lightning from my hands. And, or, say, and say good or the plan, dark side. Maybe the plans were for like a, a model that was the scale of the hologram. <laughs> so it was a little handheld Death Star. And he was like, well, yeah, no. I mean, I, I like the concept, but I needed plans for the full thing. And they're like, oh, He's just got yeah. like a little Death Star paperweight yeah. on his desk. Yeah, no, we, we didn't realise. In the Emperor office. We thought you wanted it just, you know, six inches by six inches. It's a stress ball. Yeah. <laughs> no, when, not... the, when the galaxy gets too out of control, it's his. <laughs> no, I think it would be fully operational, but it... <laughs> But it could only blow up something like the size of a basketball. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, my God. Um, for, for proof of concept, really. Yeah, right. That's what it is. But that's, then there concept was, art. But then, you know, making it full scale, there's all these power things you've got to think about. Just get some people. So you got find, to bring a, find some people. Bring a team in, yeah. and that's yeah, where this no. movie happens. Yeah, no, we don't have to pay them. Just kidnap them. Exactly. They'll do it. Yeah. We're the Empire. Um, yeah, so all that to say, Rogue One was great. Um... <laughs> Is that, is that what we're trying to say? I think so. It's, I was trying, look, I've been trying to say the plot without saying the I plot. I know, I know. It's, it's very it's difficult. difficult. So let's just move on. Yeah. Let's just move on. Well, you, look. You already so, know what the film is about. Yeah, it's about stuff. Right. And someone called Rogue One. Look, it's about a group of rebels who go out in search of trying to find the plans for the Death Star because an Imperial fighter has, deflect, has defected and told them that this thing exists. So yeah. they go on a search to try to find the plans in hopes that they can stop it before it destroys the rebellion. Sure, sounds good. That's, that's the plot without giving anything yeah. away. And uh, I know there's already a sequel in the works called Rogue 2, um, but it's it's actually, it's not what you think it is. It's actually more of like a docu, docudrama about the, uh, the pilot on Hoth that <laughs> found Luke and Han when they were out in the snow. Yeah. I, I did is, not. I did not yeah, know that. Rebel base. This is Rogue Two. I found them. Repeat. I, this is Rogue Two. I found them. So the sequels I, are all about that fella. Got his, it. His life, his struggles. That, that's great. His romance. I think he was gay, actually. <laughs> yeah, they don't say that. You seem but, to know a lot about a character that only has two lines. Well, I wrote the script. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense, Caitlin. Yeah. I'm glad you're writing fan fiction now. Yeah, no problem. So. <laughs> Getting back to Rogue One. Right. Uh, there, so look, there was a lot of, of re, like, um, would you call them Easter eggs or just like nods and stuff? I, like I would say both. Um, this film is very much a, hey, you're a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that. I mean, there's just with even simple things like, you know, shots and, um, you know, characters kind of popping up and lines or references. There's just, it's laden with things that would just make you... If yeah. you've seen any of the films, it just makes you go, ah, there's yeah. a lot of that. No, if you love Star Wars, you'll be... Uh, absolutely. You will love all the little things I, they I do. I actually think it might... And this might be a a knock on the film, and I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I actually think it might be difficult for people who aren't fans of Star Wars to really, to really enjoy it, because there is... It does lean well, heavily on I'm not so sure about that, though, service. because... It, it seemed like a lot of the things that were fan service were just stuff that could be easily dismissed. I guess you know, that's true. It's not something you'd have to rack your brain about, like, oh, was I supposed to get that? You know, there's a... We will say this. So, you know, the film takes place shortly, very shortly before A New Hope. 
Right. And so you've got the Rebel Alliance already. So what they do, there's a scene where there's a big uh, space battle and they have all the squadrons and they have Red Squadron there and they have the, the pilots from Star Wars and they use, you know, footage from the original Star Wars of them going, you know, Red One, you know, Red Leader. Gold Leader, standing yeah. by. And so, and that's nice. You know, it's if you watch it, you're like, oh, hey, it's them, you know? Yeah. But if you don't, you just be like, oh, yeah, because there's other pilots that yeah, are doing right. their call that's signs true. as well. Now, I will say this. The moment a pilot was like, Red Five, it was like, oh, yeah, see you later, mate. He's like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't come into this no. with, with Luke Skywalker's call sign and expect no. to live. No, you do not. You're the pilot he filled in for. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, you, if you're not Luke Skywalker and you're Red Five, you're the red shirt of the Star Wars yeah. universe. And I would like to point out, that being a fat pilot apparently does not pay off. <laughs> it, it does not. Because uh, I think we can all remember poor Porkins. Or, or Asian pilot, for and that then, matter. Uh, hey, he was a chubby Asian. That's what... <laughs> they kind of took they took both of the big Star Wars deaths yeah. for fighter pilots and then put them together. And like, yeah, just kill one. Yeah, sure. Kill two birds with one stone, apparently. I mean, I guess the nice part for the, for the pilots that were the cameos, that were the footage from the original, we all know they made it through this film. Right. So that they could die later of the Death Star. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, should we talk um, characters, I guess? Yeah. Characters, Fine. casting, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I feel like we've talked a lot about nothing. Um, That's what we ha- we've had to do that. I know. It's it's hard. Because people have been threatening bodily harm on I, people I who know, ruin the film. I films. know, you're right. So and I don't want to ruin the film. Ruin the film. And it's difficult because there are not a lot of things I did not like about this yeah, film. No. This was a very, very well-made film. Yeah, in case we haven't mentioned it. We loved it. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So we tend to have a more difficult time talking about movies we like because it's yeah. just like, yeah, go see it. I don't know what you That's mean. So, so we just talk around it. So what do you, we just, you know, make jokes, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, characters, there's a lot of new ones. Um, most of the names I can't pronounce. So I won't just, be doing that. Just say actor names, shall we? Right, right. so Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, yeah. Um, Very excited to see him in this. Yeah. And he's a character who's, um, he's not... He's not a Jedi, but right. he is Force-sensitive, which I thought was very nice, because yes. in the books and stuff like that, there's all sorts of characters in the Expanded Universe that right. are Force-sensitive, but aren't Jedis running around. Yeah. And so it was very nice to see that. Right. Um, and he he did excellent, as he was He was great. As expected. He was great. And I've, I've been a big fan of Donnie Yen for a long time. Um, and to see him show up in this film and do what Donnie Yen does best... Uh, was great. He he was wonderful. Um, he also has one a, a very funny moment where they oh, yeah. where they're blindfolding him. It's, you'll you'll see. You'll get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. He he was great. Um. There is Felicity Jones. Is that her name? I believe that's her name. She plays Jin Urso, who you know, is the main antagonist. I have to say, I was very confused about her name in the film because depending on who was saying her name. Right. It sounded different every time. Yeah, I didn't no, know I if agree. her name was Jin, Jen, and at one point I thought someone called her fucking Jim. <laughs> you Jim. know, the daughter, Jim. Jim also. Jim, it's up to you, Jim. <laughs> Wait, what's her fucking name? Well, it also, it, is it Jin? I, look, I, for worse for wear. Jen? You know, it's Jin, Jin Urso. There you go. Jin like the drink. Sure. Urso like Urso. Urso. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but that that, that is her name, uh, and you know, uh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, 
Well, she did. So, I mean, she did fine. No, it's, I, it's, no, I, don't it's think, I don't think there was anything exceptional about her performance. No, I, I mean, her character is very, um, I don't know. Would you say roguish? I, w- I would say, I was going to say rebellious, since she's part of the rebellion. Yeah, yeah but she doesn't even want to be originally. That, that is true. That's why she's so rebellious. She, she's she a, rebels. She's a rebel without a clue. <laughs> or rebellion. Um, yeah, but she's... Uh, no, I thought she did fine. I, I was actually thinking about this recently, that the two newest Star Wars films were both great, and they both did a great job, are also centered around female prota- yeah, strong, protagonists. Strong, strong female Strong needs. female protagonists, which I thought was... Um, which I thought was nice, and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thought she was great. And then her chemistry with the rest of the group I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of other people. Honestly, some of the actors I don't know because um, I no, haven't actually, seen them in was, much. There's a lot of uh, unknown faces, I'd say. But yeah, there's honestly, one... Honestly, I had no problem with that. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that either because they were all great. Um, the standout for me, the standout for me is, uh, what is it, k Tuso. Oh yeah, they, they, was the just call, they were calling him K two for most of K- it. K two, right? K two so, K two so. Sure. Yeah, sure. K two so. That's his name. Just say K two. K two. All right. K two. Save a breath. But he's the droid. Yeah. All right. Uh, the uh, and I'm not paying Lucas. This, for and that. this, I think this is patent pending. But the Star Wars scene scene stealing droid, I think, is the yes. full official title. Yes. Say that ten times. Of fast. every droid in right. any Star Wars film. Like that's what they do. That is that is what they do. BB-8 stole Force Awakens. Uh, absolutely. K2 steals yeah. Rogue One. Um, it, some of the best lines. Um, he's what's great about that character is he is comic relief without feeling as if he's just there for fodder. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's got a personality, and you know when he's interacting with other people and he takes part in this rebellion. You know, you are on his side, even though he's just supposed to be there for, you know, humorous things. Um, but yeah, he, by far, he's one of the standouts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they keep that tradition very well. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, smaller performances. Um, I'll say, so you had the Mads Mikkelsen, right? Who uh, was Mr. Orso. Oh, yeah. Right. Se- like, Orso Senior. Uh, yes. Uh, who typically plays a villain. Yeah. And. Um, you know, it's quite a, a nice turn, I thought. Yeah. You know? I, I kept thinking almost the entire film, like, all right, when does he turn? <laughs> when does he try to no, kill his daughter? He's going to try to eat someone's <laughs> face. I know, I know it. it. <laughs> um, but no, he stays uh, He stays good all the way through. Yep. Um, yeah. There's uh, another cameo by Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, brief. Very brief, brief actually. It's um, sort of like a, like a budget Darth Vader. Yeah, right. <laughs> a bit of that. Uh, there, he, there was a moment where they first show him, yeah, right? and uh, the rebel pilot or not the imperial pilot's being introduced to him, and they've got this really like ominous music playing, and there's a bit with this apparatus that he has on to breathe, and the way it like he he let it hang down and then it like locks into place with the dramatic music. I almost lost my shit because it was I was like. I don't know if that was supposed to be intense, yeah, but right. it was the most silly thing I've ever seen. No, it's it's a bit silly. Um, I don't. I'm not sure what they were trying to do, but it, it it's very dramatic. Yeah, very dramatic. And yeah. I don't I don't know yeah. why. For a man just trying to get some oxygen, <laughs> yeah, right. it's way too dramatic. Like, oh, he's dying. All right. And that's what I thought was weird is that when the music kicks up and he goes to breathe, 
And it was like the Imperial looks at him when he's breathing like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's just, he's just short, he's short of breath. <laughs> like, why got, is this such a, a big deal? He's got a heart problem. <laughs> I mean, unless he's known for that. Everyone's like, oh, when he starts taking in oxygen, <laughs> look out. <laughs> At Guerrera. He's got a fearsome <laughs> reputation. Um, but no, he, he plays Saul Guerrera. Um, if you don't know who that is, I would encourage you to look him up. Um, he's actually a pretty popular character in the Expanded Universe. Yeah. Um, he's also, got, I mean, it's a character with a lot of backstory. A lot of backstory. That you don't see in this film. That you do not at all. And his, his appearance, again, is one of those things. It's like, do you love Star Wars a lot? Well, here you go. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you've, if you've watched the Clone Wars, he shows up in there and that's, you know, kind of where you, you can see a lot of similarities in his character. Um, you know, and he's had interactions with like young Anakin and, um, you know, uh, Ahsoka and, and those kinds of things. So, um, but yeah, it was, I mean, you know, Forrest Whitaker's in the film yeah. for, you know, 10 minutes or so, but and, he was fine. Um, and apparently they brought the actor who played Grand Moff Tarkin back from the dead. I know. Isn't that amazing? Um, Disney some, can do all kinds of things now. Some of the most incredible yes. facial capture Absolutely. I've ever seen. I did not know that was not a person when he first showed up. Right. I, thought, I was like, that actor looks strikingly like the original <laughs> I and, thought it was, I was like, oh, it's him. They just yeah. made him look younger. No. And actually, and whoever was doing the voice for him, spot yeah. on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I feel, I feel like one or two lines they actually used from the original. Because there's a part where he says, fire at will, I think. Oh, I know okay. He said, I, I know he said that in the original. So I think they might have just right. taken the original track. But still, oh, it was as much as you see that character in this film. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah, no, they do a great job. Um, think... Uh, a more updated version of the way they do it in Tron Legacy. Yeah. Where, you know, you watch Tron Legacy now, that technology's a bit outdated. They still do a great job. Um, but here, it's like Disney just took yeah. that and was like, we need to improve this. And yeah, they do. It, it looks great. Well, it's like any of the Final Fantasy, the, like Kingsglaive, right? Oh, yeah. You watch that and you think, those are people. Those, right. Those are not, uh, you know, and this is that same thing where you see this and you're like, there's only a few times where you're like, Something's not quite right. right about him. Yeah. But for the most part, you're just like that's it's it's really good. I, it's really good. Honestly, I would love to know I would love to know more about Grand Moff Tarkin yeah. now. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking I, I about. He was so interesting in this. Yeah, I was right. just like, yeah, yeah. He's the most interesting man in the galaxy. <laughs> he does Step aside, Skywalker. He doesn't always blow up planets, but when he does, <laughs> he prefers a Death Star. <laughs> he prefers Alderaan. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and then there's also, um, I don't know if we should mention that. No, we'll just keep that to ourselves. All right. But, um, I, I guess the, now um, you Now you're going, what is it? Like, what, what the fuck it, is it? What's going on? We just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. And you'll know it when it happens. Yeah, you will. You may not. It's pretty obvious. But anyway. <laughs> Glaringly obvious. So, um, let's, let's talk, action. Uh, yeah, I was going to say we'd talk action for yeah, a bit. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so that's really all we got left. I'm not, I feel like we're just rambling. I'm yeah. sorry. Go see this film. Um. But no, the, look, action is solid. Uh, very Star Warsy action. Right. Lots of stormtroopers. Now, we'll say this. Uh, there's a sort of a like a riot scene, or you know, uh, terrorists and stormtroopers and rebels and all this yeah. in the streets early on, right? And they launch a sneak attack on the stormtroopers. And this, I swear, I'm, I'm going to say this, and you'll be like, bullshit. But it happens, right? So. They attack, and then the stormtroopers like laid them all out. 
Yeah. It's just like the first wave. And my immediate thought when I saw them shoot all these blokes was like, who's backing up the stormtroopers right now? Because <laughs> that is unprecedented. They, I will tell you, in this film, they don't miss often. Yeah. Was... I mean, you know, when they need to. Because in, when the main characters were running down that hallway, that oh, alleyway, yeah, right. and then they showed up and then they couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking barn. <laughs> When you're like, they're literally right in front of you. It was a nice mixture, you yeah. know what I mean? It was I mixed a it up of, a bit. Bit of hitting, bit of not, you know. But then also, what was with, so it was like, uh, when they're in near the end, the big battle scene, right? Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, we've got these special black stormtroopers. <sighs> they're like the Navy SEALs of stormtroopers. They are, they're, they're the special forces. Yeah, because it was like, they, they had their own theme music when they showed up. Yeah. And their own carrier, and then they like, Shot people. Yeah. Well, and then a like, lot. yeah. In, but in in that, there's like six of them. They yeah. show up and they just take out yeah. everyone. And it's like, where the fuck are these guys? But yeah. Maybe there was only six of them in all the galaxy, and they all died on that planet. <sighs> They're the royal elite. Yeah. Apparently, because we never uh, see them again in yeah, any no, Star Wars ever. film ever. Uh, yeah, which is unfortunate because they are kind of badass. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they, you know what? There's a lot of really great action. Um, there's, you know, this, the big grand space opera stuff. Yep. Um, there's some good hand-to-hand combat. There's some good blaster fight. I mean, all the things that you would come to expect uh, from a Star Wars film. And I actually felt like this one had probably some of the most action um, in, in any Star Wars. It, I felt like it was very, you know, pretty much every time they go to kind of a new destination, um, they would have a, a pretty big oh, action sequence. It was pretty well-paced. And, you know, there was a desert, like you do. Yeah. Because apparently... Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, every planet was a fucking desert. So there's <laughs> Jack that. Jack Tatooine. Yeah. There's so, and there's also a big shaft. You you have to have a battle Always. inside a giant shaft for someone to fall down. Always. So you got that. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Yeah, it's big space battle. Yeah, big space battle. X-wings, um, Y-wings, B-wings, A-wings, U-wings, which is apparently a fucking thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, Sure. Not um, not like Patrick Ewing, but like, you know. Like a, I, I will like say this. Wing. Someone in the film, and I'm not going to tell you who, but someone in the film says it's a trap. And I loved it. It has nothing to do with action, but I just remembered that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, yeah, all the, yeah, like we said, all the things that, you know, you get, there's a long ladder you have to climb. Yep. Uh, apparently, the Imperials love putting things high above. Everything else in cliffs and hangars and... You know, I will say this. Star Wars, their clip technology is astounding. It's like David Blaine magic, the way their clips work. Because, you know, when you see Jedis do it, they just like, whoop, and then they're, they're, you know, lightsabers hanging off their belt. Same thing in this, when she gets that big drive, and then she just whipped it around, and it was suddenly connected to a belt on her backside. Oh, yeah, right. If that was me, I'd have lost it. <laughs> no way. I'd be like, yeah, so sorry, the that was the plans that went down there. Do you want to go get them? Yeah. We can climb down. I mean it's not that it's not that big a shaft. Really. When you think about it. I mean they probably shattered when they hit the ground, but you know, we can go check it out. Tell you what, I'll go down and you go up, tell me what's up there, we'll meet in the yeah. middle. You know. Can I get some of those clips of yours for the next time? <laughs> uh yeah, it does hook right in there. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I I don't think I could say enough. This is no, a great film. If you are a, if you're a fan of Star Wars, I think you're going to be a fan of this film. Yeah, I, there's I, no way I around agree. it. So I agree. 
shall we uh shall we rate it all right i am going to give it 4.5 out of 5 i am one with the forces all right um i i can't give it a full 5.0 i just i feel i don't know what i would reserve that for yeah. um but this film is pretty damn close and honestly i feel like this is the prequel i've spent 17 years waiting to see all right. Well, I'm not going actually as high as you are because, uh, you know, there's a couple of things that bothered me right. that I can't talk about. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not now, anyway. Right. Um, but I told you what there was. Yes. So, you know, so I'm giving it four. I know. Yeah. I'm giving it four out of five boffins that supposedly died <laughs> collecting this information. Touche. Yeah. Very, very well done. There you go. All right. But, well, yeah, I mean, you know, go make your own opinions. But yeah. We loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kaylin Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. <laughs>